Thank you for listening to or watching another episode of SNTR Presents. This is going to be my talk about the console updates for for frames per second and FOV, getting a little bit of a delay. Not really a delay, but it kind of is. If you're listening to this on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, any of the podcast platforms, you can always catch me live at sntrlive.com. If you'd rather have all of my content in one location, go to sntrnetwork.com and bookmark that site. sntrnetwork.com has the Rageous Roundtable, Repeat Theater, and this show, and all of the breakout sessions. So, this is a delay, but it's not a delay. Like, I'm not trying to trick people. It truly, to me, feels like a delay because I, along with many other people, were under the impression that the new optimized, awesome, cool version of Destiny 2 would be landing with the new consoles as well as Beyond Light in November, on November the 10th. That is not true. Now, we went back. And we read their blog post about it, and it was kind of vague, and it definitely did indicate that the the new version would be coming later in the year. A lot of us read it and simply misunderstood it and thought they were essentially saying that when Beyond Light landed, it would be a new version of Destiny to coincide with the consoles. So I just want to be clear here. Nothing's getting delayed. You'll be able to play Destiny 2 and Beyond Light on November the 10th on your new consoles, no problem, your Xbox Series X or your PS5. So, here was the official announcement from Bungie. They announced that the next generation optimized version of Destiny 2 will launch on December the 8th. So, there is a one-month sort of delay of those uh, updates that aren't coming when Beyond Light lands. Now, they did make sure to clarify a couple of things, though. Faster load times, cross-generation play, that's cross-generation play, meaning Sony with Sony, Microsoft with Microsoft, uh, that will all be available on November the 10th. We're taking some more time on the following enhancements to ensure a smooth experience when playing Destiny 2 on the new devices. So I'm going to get to that in a minute. I got like the little thing of like everything they outline that you'll be getting in December as opposed to getting right now. And you are just going to get the faster load times and the cross-generation play. I actually thought that they got that and the increased resolution, but you don't even get that. Uh, That might be a default setting or something that they just forgot to mention. But cross-gen play, keep in mind again, is just like an Xbox One with an Xbox Series X. Now, I don't know if eventually cross-gen play will extend itself to PC because we do know at a later time right now Beyond Light is going to be available to all Game Pass holders Ultimate Game Pass holders which is people on the PC I believe they are getting Beyond Light at a later date and at that point in time I don't know if that also means then cross-gen play will include Xbox One, the Series X, and PC. We're not actually sure. They haven't said anything. So, uh, And no word on cross-console play or cross-platform play. We don't know if that is a thing. We know they want to do it, uh, but they haven't given us any so in even the semblance of a timeline of when that could possibly happen. Now, the reason I'm talking about this is this has come as a bit of a disappointment for people who ordered those consoles and were under the impression that, like, day one, Beyond Light, you're going to get this optimized version. A lot of people misunderstood. I'm not going to really hold Bungie to the fire for this because, again, we went back and read the blog post, and they did, in fact, say, after talking about Beyond Light's launch time window, that at a later point in the year, they would be doing this optimized version. All of us just kind of thought at the time we we read it that November the 10th is later this year there's not a lot of time left in the year after that so 
let's uh, let's talk about how it's frustrating, uh, but it is encouraging. While the month delay on improved performance on Xbox Series X and the PS5 is frustrating, what console players are getting is actually really encouraging. So you can hear, see the snapshot uh, on the Series X. You know, you got and the PS5. You're getting that 4K. Uh, the Series S. S, as in Sam, is getting the 1080, uh, but they're all getting 60 FPS. They're all getting the FOV slider, and that is actually really, really good for the people playing on those new consoles. The minute you get to experience Destiny with a larger FOV and a higher frame rate, because 30 is really low, I know if you're used to it, you don't notice it, but the minute you experience this game at 60 with a bigger FOV, you're really going to see why so many on PC sing its praises. The first time I played Destiny 2 on a PC with the larger FOV and the better frame rate, and I popped a super and I went into that third-person perspective, it felt like a whole new game to a certain degree. Now, obviously, I'm not trying to sell you on the fact that, like, the whole game's going to feel different. It's just initially, it really does kind of have that feel. 4K 60 FPS will likely show many Destiny players why so many of us have enjoyed the improved performance on the beautiful of this beautiful game on PC, because it is an old game, and I know some people think that's going to like stand in the way of the game being excellent in the future, but if you've ever looked at or played the port of this game on PC, it actually, I think, kind of stands the test of time and looks really, really good. Very, very beautiful. And if you look at all of the animations for the ice and the ice explosions and the new weather effects and things on Europa, I do actually think this game is going to look good even in this next gen that we're about to enter because mainly of what they've already shown us what they can do with the port to PC that was actually Vicarious Visions that did that they seem to be kind of the porting masters I believe they're also porting uh, and and ported and did the remasters of the Tony Hawk games or, or one of those skating games they they are uh, they're kind of known for that now the big question is will players be able to lower resolution to get an increase of FPS up to 120 if you don't have a 4K television then why do you care about 4K I would gladly play on my TV sitting back on the couch 1080 120 uh, or you know, or 1440, 120. I would happily you know chop things down to 1080 to get that 120, and and enjoy the uh, the the higher frame rates uh, as opposed to going to the 4K 60. Because a lot of people don't even have 4K televisions, so it really doesn't. It, it honestly doesn't even matter to them. You're not going to get the true benefit of that really really high resolution and the high resolution is the main reason that it's getting capped at the 60. So. Let's go down here to FOV and crossplay and just ask questions about that. They said, we're currently testing these settings to ensure smooth performance across each platform and we'll have additional details closer to launch. So for cross-gen play, Xbox Series X and S players can play with Xbox One and PlayStation 5 players can play with PlayStation 4. I'm actually curious to see if PC gets included in the Xbox cross-gen play at some point. Also, can you opt out? Now, the reason I ask, can you opt out? This is kind of a question that a lot of people always have when this subject comes up or maybe not so much as a question a concern if cross-gen does start to include pc they don't really want to play with pc players because pc has a ton of issues number one we've had a significant problem with cheaters also there's a bit of a difference between people who play mouse and keyboard and people who play controller now i'm not saying one is automatically better than the other controller players can throw down with the best of them and the aim assist certainly helps out with that but there are people who just would have a pretty strong uh, opposition to the idea of jumping into a blended lobby with PC 
players. Now, the way it initially launched in games like Fortnite, it was a matter of opting in. If you only played with your PS4 buddies or your Xbox buddies, you did not go into blended lobbies. If you joined up with your buddy on PC, that was something you knew you were signing up for. You were signing up for a blended lobby. So someone in chat saying, you know, they're aiming for full crossplay in Witch Queen. If that is in fact true, I'm not going to say that's true. That's That could be pure speculation. Let's just say for a thought experiment that that is indeed what happens if you go full crossplay in witch queen are they going to let people opt out and say i don't want to blend the lobby i'm just going to play with my buddies on my playstation 5 or play with my buddies on my series x and i want to go into trials and not face people on pc i happen to think you should be able to do that you should be able to opt out there are some people who don't care they would enjoy the faster matchmaking times because it's a larger player base then you'd get thrown into you would get thrown into games uh, significantly faster but again the cheating concerns are there Bungie sent the cease and desist to perfect aim and they've continued to you know make assurances to us that they're going to be doing everything they can to crack down on cheating but I do think there will always be a stigma about cheating on PC and console players I think are well within their right to say I do not want to be in lobbies with PC players there's also even before cheating became a real issue I think there's just a general stigma about playing against people who are you know sweaty mouse and keyboard players against you know your casual carls with controllers on console again i believe those players can be just as good if so, if not sometimes you know some of the top players even though they're using a controller i don't think controller is that limiting and again i think amesis is really really strong in this game for controller users but again i would say they need to be able to opt out so a bit of a bummer to those people who made sure to get a PS5 and a Series X for launch date of Beyond Light and for the launch date of those consoles, it's pretty disappointing to know that you got to wait an entire month to get that incre- increased performance. But at least you'll have the quicker load times, and you can look forward to an increased, you know, uh, performance and optimized version of Destiny in December. You know, a little early Christmas present. So we're going to transition to live Q and A. It might be a little bit shorter Q and A because of the countdown. We want to make sure we're in the game at reset just in case. Uh, as always, if you're listening to this as a recording, you can catch us live at sntrlive.com or bookmark sntrnetwork.com where all of my content hits. As always, if you're watching or listening in any of the other locations, please like, share, and subscribe. Thank you for listening to or watching another episode of SNTR Presents. This is going to be the Q&A session that followed my talk about the delay of the optimization of Destiny 2 on the new gen consoles, next gen consoles. If you're listening to this on iTunes or Spotify, any of the podcast platforms where you can find SNTR Presents, you can always watch live Monday through Friday, sntrlive.com. If you'd like all my content in one location, go to sntrnetwork.com. sntrnetwork.com is a great site with the Rage roundtable repeat theater in this show so that way you can have the schedule and all of the episodes broken out in one place so we have uh of course first question from gritter gritter was really excited that we finally got back to this one this one did get bumped as a subject so gritter says because bungie delayed beyond light from september to november 10th is it fair to say it's unacceptable for next-gen consoles to wait another month after beyond light releases to enjoy it at native 4k at 60 on december the 8th the real question is, is it their fault or is this just inevitable? Is it, you know, was there too many barriers? Were there too many things that needed to be done? They're having to simultaneously do two things. Well, three things. 
they are basically rebuilding parts of the game to the extent that we're reinstalling the game secondly they're also having to launch a giant expansion with that is supposed to be pretty game changing new supers uh, new subclasses new systems with aspects and fragments you know new planets deleting planets you know all, all of that is happening and they're also having to do all that while optimizing the game for a new platform it's a pretty tall order okay it's a pretty tall order and they're all doing this actually yeah working from home so I don't want to go so far as to say it's unacceptable I I, I always want to like affirm and be like you know what I understand I, I'm, I would be pretty disappointed as well if you're finally getting that new console and you're finally going to get to play Destiny at the increased performance and you're like yep you gotta wait one more month after already waiting on a delay for Beyond Light I completely get being disappointed, but I think when we look at when we look at the 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 grand scope of what's ahead of them and what they're attempting to do all at the same time, it kind of makes sense that the optimization got staggered. Uh, you know, they want to make sure the expansion launches and then it works and that it's fun and that people enjoy it because there could be unforeseen things that happen uh, when they push out this optimization, when they push out these changes, it could cause issues in the game and they don't want that to be happening during the launch of an expansion. So it is disappointing, but it's it can't be easy to be doing all these things at the exact same time. We also know with how the engine works with bumping that up too. I'm sure there were some issues with optimization because the engine is a potato. Well, I wouldn't say the engine is a potato. I just think because they talked about it in a in a in a GDC um, conference where they said that they actually don't think that the engine is archaic and old. They think that this is the engine that they always picture Destiny being in. Um, but they actually, you know, see it as being something that's obviously in need of constant updates and tweaks and changes. Um, but, but, I do think what we know about the engine is what you're driving at, that it's slow. I've always called it a cement truck, right? Some engines are like a go-kart. They're really agile. They're light. You can make quick changes and quick turns. You know, Unreal, and, and games that are in Unreal, they tend to get really quick changes and really quick updates, especially if there are server-side changes that can be pushed out. Destiny's engine is more like a cement truck. It is solid and stout and reliable, and it turns really slow. It doesn't. It's not going to make those agile adjustments as quickly as the go kart. And there are pluses and minuses to both of those. Uh, both of those vehicle vehicles <laughs> vehicles. Um, you know, De- Destiny is a really reliable and solid game. It runs very well. The port on PC is very very good and stable. Um, that's why it was kind of. It was actually surprising when we first played this game on PC where we had problems they were like memory leaks and stuff that was unusual because for years it always ran so so well uh, and so so strong and you know it, it, the you know games that are built on on unreal you know unreal are are able I think to make those agile changes but also those games can tend to have more I think more sometimes more bugs more inconsistencies and and they might feel a little bit more glitchy I mean I don't know if you remember uh, Fortnite they made all those updates all the time but they would also remove updates that they had made their source code control was pretty bad they would reins they would they would reinsert sound glitches that they had fixed with the previous patch uh, there was all kind of hitching problems with Fortnite for months at a time where you just couldn't you just could not figure out why your you know why your game was hitching um, 
Now listen, I know people are bringing up Telesto. Telesto has nothing to do with the actual engine. The engine's the foundation, and it is really, really solid. But Telesto causing problems in the game doesn't really... I don't, I don't think that's an indictment of the, the stability of Destiny and the stability of the game. That's, that's, a, that's one item that's come in the game and, and, and does stuff that, uh, <laughs> that it shouldn't be doing, essentially. So, uh, people that are coming in and asking about the timer, this is on a Bungie website. If you use the analyze command, this was found because of the collector's edition, and uh, we're not sure. We're going to check the game at reset, which is in about a half an hour, because of the time change, it's in a half an hour. This is the old reset, so in an hour and a half, something might happen as well. We're not really sure, so... Mr. Han Brolo, do you think if it's possible that Bungie should push out a patch to unlock the frame rate of D2 on the next-gen consoles to enable them to use raw power to push to 60 until the optimized full patch arrives in in December? This sounds like a really bad decision, to be quite honest. Um, There's a variety of reasons that this is a bad idea. Number one, uh, doing something like that can cause all kind of instability in the game and cause crashes and you don't want that happening during the launch of an expansion you want the expansion to go really really smooth people lose their freaking mind if there's a queue time right this is unacceptable i took the day off like imagine them creating unstable frame rates because they want to push the raw power and their game keeps crashing um I just, this is more than likely, again, one of the reasons that they, they, they kicked the optimization down the road a little bit to ensure that Beyond Light launches smooth. Think of it this way. They're doing two things. We're reinstalling the entire dadgum game this coming Tuesday on every platform. That, in and of itself, has got to be a little nerve-wracking. It's like, oh my gosh, we better have all of our ducks in a row Everybody that plays this game, literally millions of people will be reinstalling this game. On top of that, I don't think that they I don't think that they would also then want to push out optimization or an uncapped frame rate or something. There's probably going to be some unforeseen issues and problems. They even said if you go into older areas, the script changes that they made, you might see strange behavior in the game. So I, I don't I don't like being dismissive, but this is actually a very bad idea uh, in light of everything that they're doing. If they were literally just pushing out an expansion, I might not I, I still might think this. Even if we weren't reinstalling the entire game, I still might think this. I'd be like, yeah, you don't really want to do that. You really want your launch, your expansion to be stellar. You don't want to add anything to the mix that's going to be causing any kind of instability or crashes. And I, f- I feel like this would inevitably lead to uh, unstable and inconsistent performance in the game, which is not what you want. You got to consider how many Game Pass players are going to hop in in the month of November to try out Destiny, and they may notice, you know, the frame rate and the FOV. Uh, but they may also notice the load times are awesome. Um, so many games on consoles prior to now have not been 60 FPS, so they might not notice. And if they do notice, I do think a really good thing for Bungie to do is to push out some kind of an alert that says, hey, thanks so much for checking out Destiny on your brand new PS5 or Xbox Series X. We, you know, we look forward to you getting, you know, we look forward to giving you an update on December the 8th to increase frame rate and FOV. Like, like plant that in their mind that, wow, this game is beautiful and it's going to get even better in a month. Like, they may want to do that, I would think, because there might be some people that are like, wow, I don't understand. I just bought this really expensive console and this game's running the 30, 30 FPS and a 75 FOV what on earth um, that might be uh, 
uh, that might be something that they might want to put in uh, in front of people just to let them know, you know, hey, there's uh, there are good things coming. And right now, enjoy the quicker load times and enjoy cross-gen play. And then on December the 8th, you can enjoy these other things as well. I think using the in-game notification system and the, and the, and the alerts is something they've been leaning more into. And I, I applaud that, actually. I think it's good to constantly put info in, in the front of people. Like, hey, this week, this is happening. This is happening. Make sure and do this. We're vaulting content. If you want information on that, go to this website, um, you know, the DCV website or whatever. I do not think that they will get full uh, PC FOV. No, Mark. I do not think so. I think they will likely get capped around 90, maybe up to 100. I can't see it going much higher than the 90 to 100 range. I personally think they're going to cap it at 90. Um, Once you get to 100 and 110, that's, you know, that's where things can get a little can get a little touchy. Uh, So anywhere... At a minimum, I would love to see it at least hit 90, but I can't see it going any farther than 100. I really can't. And when you go beyond 100, it gets a little fisheye anyway, so most people don't even do that on PC. Um, I don't know. Going higher than 100 can get a little uh, can get a little funky, you know, and get a little weird. Um, so, I would say that's that's you know, that's that's not so great. So, People are putting Fs in the chat. I guess we're getting some buffering. Everything's fine on my end. Um, I don't understand. Maybe YouTube's having an issue. Um, mm, So, uh, we didn't change ingest servers or anything, so it might just be a region or something. Because not everybody is saying anything. There's a lot of people here, so must just be, must just been maybe a region or maybe mobile or something. We didn't hop ingest servers. Uh, next question from Fuzzy Muffin uh, says, could the delay have come from community feedback? The information from Luke in the reveal only mentioned 4K and 60 FPS. It feels like it took a long from that point to give us the official information. Like they didn't start listening until they real uh, teased the console update in the first place. I don't really see like what you're driving at uh, with this about community feedback. I think more than likely, the things that are really going to cause potential instability is an increase in resolution and an increase in FPS. Um, so, I don't, I don't think, I really don't think you're going to have this this sense of like, oh, we did this because of community feedback. I don't think so. I think they did this because they literally, number one, they might not have been able to, um, and, and they, they probably didn't want to, as I said, they don't want to create instability in the game right, right at the same time as a launch. I don't think this has anything to do with community feedback. Um, the delay of the, the of, of, of Beyond Light has nothing to do with community feedback, and the delay of the uh, the increased performance has nothing to do with community feedback. It is it is almost inevitably related to limitations of timeline and also just stability of the game in general for an expansion launch. Um, we've thrown around tone deafness before is what I'm getting at. The FOV slider didn't get mentioned until months later is what I'm driving at. 
again, I, I, I'm not connecting the dots you're trying to connect. I don't feel like there's any sort of a tone deafness here or like they need, they needed to listen to us. They, they were, they always go from generic to specific. Hey, we're going to be getting an optimized performance. And then later we get the specifics. Hey, you're going to get new subclasses. And then later we get the specifics. That's just going from generic to specific is actually a very, very common thing that they and many other companies do. Um, it wouldn't have made much sense to say things super early on about how exactly it was going to work. Um, and what exactly we were getting, uh, also, they might not have known. I mean, they might have been running like simulations and tests on the new consoles to see what the most stable combination of you know increases were. Maybe they wanted to do things you know a little bit higher, or maybe they you know they were trying to find that sweet spot. So, thank you guys for twelve hundred likes and sixteen hundred viewers. Uh, 1200 likes we rolled it over so that means more folks are going to come in and find the video if you haven't clicked subscribe yet please do so we're three subscribers away from rolling over the sub count as well so a huge day Um, subscribing is free on YouTube this is a little bit different than the other platforms so if you're enjoying the content we're waiting on this countdown we're also going to check out the game in 20 minutes at reset so don't worry we're going to make sure just in case this countdown is off by an hour because of the time change that happened this last Sunday uh, we will definitely check that out so um, and this is a live only channel now right now I'm doing Q&A so if you've never been here before this Q&A segment is being recorded and will get put on another channel and podcast feeds but this channel is purely live so I'm not going to obliterate your sub feed if you want these uploads use the videos command for the other channel where those hit. So sometimes you might not be able to be here for the live show. I also put timestamps in the description later so you can find these segments very easily. Uh, Next question from Anbu. Considering when they announced Beyond Light, it was mentioned that it is optimized for the new Xbox. How can it be optimized for the new Xbox if the update's coming out in December? Is that not false advertising? This is a bit of a stretch. You are getting the increased uh, you are getting the increased load times. That is a form of optimization. It is going to feel like it runs a lot better going from instance to instance, going down to the planets, going into your menus. The game will be the game will feel better. It will. Um, it will feel better. Uh, that as opposed as opposed to you know how it feels right now. So I think this is a bit, a bit of a stretch to accuse them of false advertising and and you know they're they're giving you optimization a month later. So it's not like they said it and they're not delivering on it. They're just delivering it a little bit later. Um, I'm not gonna hold I'm not gonna hold them to the to the fire for that. While it's disappointing, these things are inevitable. This is 2020. Remember the year that you're in. <laughs> uh, it's it's the the year that you're in. It's like come on. I mean, it, it, there's gonna be delays. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna roast a, a company up for for a delay that was probably unplanned. Gary. Given that we will have cross-gen play, that creates the FPS FOV disadvantage for last-gen players. Should Bungie just go ahead and give us mouse and keyboard controls on consoles as well? Warzone allows for both inputs, so that would not be unique. I mean, you could 100% do that. You could also say, you know... (laughs) You could also say, hey, you know, we're going to let you opt out of blended lobbies. So if you're old gen, you know, you're PS4, Xbox One, you could, you could, uh, you could opt out. I know the One X is allowing people to do that. Is it allowing people to do that in, in Destiny or only certain games? In any case, there's a variety of solutions that you could go with here. Uh, there's, there, there's a variety of ways they could approach this. Number one, I think the easiest solution 
would be to let people opt out, you know? Like, yeah, I don't want to. I do not want to be in blended lobbies. I'd prefer not to. Or, as you're saying, give people the option to, like, plug in your mouse and keyboard. Now, I don't necessarily know if they're going to want to do that on the older consoles. I don't even know if that's possible. You know, on the on the old Xbox Ones, um, that might not be actually, like, a, 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 a feasible solution uh, for for them. So, um, yeah, I, uh, I don't know. I, I think the easiest is an opt out. Opt out is the easiest, uh, easiest approach here. Cause then it's like, don't worry. Don't complain. Just opt out, you know? Cause you got to consider something just plugging in a mouse and keyboard. Doesn't mean you're going to be able to have a good experience on an old, uh, on an old console with 75 FOV and 30 FPS, mouse and keyboard is still going to be at a disadvantage. Just just plugging in a mouse and keyboard isn't going to solve the essential problem that you outlined in the beginning. Lower FPS and smaller FOV is tough, especially in close range fights. Especially in close range fights. Shotgun fights are a lot easier for, sh- for, for mouse and keyboard users. It is. It's just the, the ability to, to spin, snap, and aim down and stuff, you know, when you jump over people because of the verticality in the game, especially for hunters, um, that can be a significant problem. So, Joseph Young, is it possible that this isn't a delay by Bungie's choice, but perhaps new consoles need some time to collect data on performance? I would say it could be a bit of both just because they you know they're they're probably always trying to make sure they get everything in order and everything done in the right order so it could be a bit of both like the new consoles are like we don't encourage people to do this in the first month you know we're going to be issuing a month a patch a month later that's going to solve these seven issues of stability cuz these developers could have come back to Sony and Microsoft and been like we're running into these eight stability issues and the and the, the the console companies could be like look those are getting solved in a patch that's going to roll out you know two weeks into the console's life and then that gives them the ability to like okay well we're going to push back the optimization then you know it, it could be a bit of both we don't really know they didn't say i mean all we can go on is what De- is what bungie said to us that they wanted a bit longer to make sure it's a smooth experience there could be a mountain of reasons behind that it could be as simple as we didn't have enough time, you know. Should they have added? Uh, this is from Jeremy. Should they have added an FPS unlock for those getting the new systems at least to get the FPS gains and then put in a proper patch? You and Han Brillo had the exact same uh, idea. Had the exact same idea. Uh, reaching a little. How am I reaching to speculate there might be updates and patches for the consoles two weeks in? You don't think that Sony and Microsoft already have planned patch rollouts for the systems after they're in distribution? You, that's reaching for me to think that? That's like really common, honestly. Um, I don't. I don't think that's reaching at all. I, I think that's a, that's a, that's a, could be a very common uh, occurrence. Then it could be related. I'm saying there could be a number of things related, and again, or it could be as simple as um, as simple as they just ran out of t- they didn't have enough time. For me to speculate that there that there could be a variety of reasons or a simple reason isn't reaching. I, don't, I think you need to look up the definition of reaching. Reaching would be me coming up with a big elaborate explanation and claiming that that's the explanation. That would be reaching. Um, I was just pr- proposing potential uh, things. I added a different question. I was thinking it'd be like Siege having PvE unlocked FPS options. I mean, I don't know. 
I just don't think you want to have any of the uh, the stability. Oh, hang on, you you got another one. Sorry for the duplicate question, but do you think with the higher FPS and FOV, will balance weapon recoil bloom be different now on console? Will the sandbox tuning be similar to PC recoil? This is actually a great question. I don't know. Um, I really, really don't know. So it it there could be because there is a huge difference and if that if that's another difference I don't know if they're going to start doing their patches any different look they've not done it for a year they've not done it for a year they've not done anything specific to PC and console recoil not that I know of um, I may be forgetting but I'm fairly certain they've not done almost anything um, you know uh, I don't know if if they're if they're gonna start doing separate patches for that for that reason I would expect them you know what no I don't think they're going to I think they have plans to leave behind the PS4 and the Xbox one with Witch Queen and when they do that I would think at that point they don't have to do separate patches because the the differences between next gen and PC would be uh, closer together they'd be more homogenized um, so I would say they're since they've not done it up to now I wouldn't think they have any plans to do it because eventually I mean listen nobody wants to hear this I nobody 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 wants to wants to hear this <laughs> but like they're gonna leave behind Xbox one and ps4 they have to you know what I mean did Lono pin the truth at the top of this page I've not pinned anything today no uh-uh. what do you mean um so they're they're eventually gonna leave behind, I would think, Xbox One and PS4. I, I just I, I can't imagine them not doing that at some point. And when they do that, I would think at that point in time, they would say, Yeah, this is why we didn't do separate patches, because eventually we were gonna leave uh you know, leave it behind or whatever. Um they did it with Rise of Iron, I would imagine they would be doing it again at some point in the life of Destiny 2. So Gilly in the Mist, do you think the delay is really such a large concern? As a proud Xbox uh, Series X owner, a large number of games won't even get optimized, much less than uh, only a month after release. Just having the increased load times will be a major bonus day one. Well, this is obviously some good pushback, right? This is obviously some good pushback to be like, listen, most of the games coming out aren't even optimized. You know, they're not even optimized. Most of the games coming out are, are just like, you're just going to be playing them on the, the console. You know, Sony's got a couple lined up, but for the most part, you know, we, we know nothing about the next Horizon Zero Dawn game. God of War uh, apparently is getting an uptick, and then the new God of War is not even launching with PS5. So I would think that, yeah, you would you would want to be getting this is one of the reasons that like buying new consoles the minute they come out is not something lots of people do they're like why I'm gonna wait games always get much better a year later the first year is always a bit of a mismatch uh, of like the games have been in development for a while so they don't really tap into the power of the new consoles and so I'm kind of buying a new console and I'm not really uh, getting the full optimization you know and so to get it a month later in December, on December the 8th, to get that, that, that bump uh, is, is, uh, is, is nice. Um, it's come use the analyze command in chat. 30 is texting me. He's like, how do you get that countdown site? Um, 
So a lot of them aren't even going to get this treatment. You're just going to be playing backwards compatible games that are going to run the exact same. Do you remember when you could play Xbox 360 games on your Xbox One? They were ba- It was basically like an Xbox 360 emulator. They didn't do anything. They didn't get updated. Now, some games did, but a lot of them didn't. Um, a lot of them did not. Uh, I don't have, the, I don't have the link. I don't have the link on me. Uh, I don't have, hang on. I don't have the link on this phone. Ha ha. I want to make sure he knows I'm not being rude. <laughs> like, I don't have the link on my phone. Um, my friend and I literally just had this exact conversation about what like new consoles like not really having like better versions of the games and stuff um jeremy with another question it does limit you to per it says would world's first raid races be more competitive on the new gen consoles at 60 fps i mean i know this plays a part and i know there's a big debate about this and there's this whole like you know consoles always struggle and pc players always get there and you know there was like the first the first hundred teams you know the first hundred teams are, are almost always on PC. It's hard to know how much of this is correlation and causation. It really is. It's hard to know. Because all of the really, really good players, well, not all of, a large portion of the really, really good, hardcore, diehard, raiding, challenge themselves players, they all move to PC. So you have, I think, an inordinate amount or uh, an unfair representation. You, do you see what I'm saying? Like It's like there, if you take and say, okay, uh, you know, the day one raid races, day one raid races, let's say there's 2,000 teams playing in the day one raid race. I would wager to say that the, 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 the most of the teams in that pool that are really going for it are, are likely on PC. That's just kind of the way that they're wired. They wanted to be on the best, you know, systems. Um, and the last two raids, only one team beat the, uh, the raid day one on console right again again that's the question though is is that correlation though are a lot of the hardcore raiders day one raiders week one raiders are a lot of them on console like here's my question don't they beat it eventually anyway on console what do you stay in like an ever ever present limbo of can't beat it i don't think i don't think so um i i don't i don't think so i i feel like they eventually beat it. Now, again, the contest modifier and the pressure and the time frame and all of that, and then the added the added pressure or the added pain. I'm sorry of you know 30 FPS and lower FOV. I I, I could see that you know playing a role. Um, I don't know. I, I there's not a lot of solutions here. You, you can't push back the raid race to December. You can't have a console world's first and a PC world's first. That would that I can't see them doing that. They've they, that would be a completely unprecedented change. They've they've always. Now I'm not saying do it this way because they've always done it this way, but it's like how many people would say that's ludicrous? A console team, you know, it it, it they're in like 80 85th place, and you're going to give them a world's first. Like everybody would go look at the raid reports and be like, you just gave a team world's first on console that was like 85th in the world. What are we doing? 
I think it would just cause confusion. People would be upset. They'd be like, come on, I play on a potato of a PC. I don't have great performance. I don't get great FOV and frame rate. I have to lower those things to get good performance. And my team got 10th place. You know, why should this team on console get world's first when they were in 85th? Do you see what I'm saying? It would just cause confusion. It would kind of dilute the idea of what World's First is actually all about. Literally the first team to beat it. And listen, if going into a World's First race, you know, you know that there's an advantage to be on a PC. There's an advantage of being in an area where you have greater FOV and frame rate. Then, I guess, do what you can to get there. And if you can't afford it, can't do it, can't get in the environment where you get some of those advantages, sorry, You know, there are plenty of people who play on PCs that can't get the really, really high FOV and high frame rates because their systems are too weak and they have to lower all those things. Are they at a disadvantage? Should we have a a world's first for PC potato players because their PC is a potato? Like, where do you draw the line? It just starts to get really, I just think it starts to get really, really confusing about like, who is the true world's first team? The easiest way to do it, the most simplistic way to do it is to say, give it to the team that crosses the finish line first, no muddied waters, no confusion, and then that's the end of it. So, I I, I, I wouldn't think you could, you could go about it any other way. So, that's going to be a good place to stop, though. That's a 30-minute Q&A. I want to make sure we can go into the game at reset, and if not, just have a nice hour-long rundown of this clock, uh, just going back and forth with the live stream. So, if you're listening to this elsewhere as a recording, you can always catch me live at sntrlive.com, or... Go to sntrnetwork.com for all of my content in one location, sntrnetwork.com. If you're in the live audience, don't go anywhere. If you're listening to this elsewhere, please like, share, and subscribe.